Allentown, Bethlehem, Easton, and sometimes Mayo. Welcome to the Lehigh Valley with Love Podcast. And welcome to episode 85, 85 of the Lehigh Valley with Love podcast. I'm your co-host, George Wacker, with our other co-host, Tyler Rothrock. Hey, George. It's uh, it's Sunday. Sunday morning. Where were you yesterday? You said, is somewhere I haven't been, was sounded interesting or not? I was at the uh, Mahoning Valley Speedway, which, if you have a chance, go one time. No more than one time. Is it like life. the Q-Mart of... Yeah, it's like this like tracks. quarter mile macadam track where I think if you have any kind of car, you could just race other rednecks. And really? It's, and they people are fighting in the stands. People they don't allow alcohol anymore. Like you can't have alcohol or guns on the premises. There's no way that there's no alcohol. There's probably alcohol there, there but has to be. yeah, like you have to plastic bottle it. Like I saw, it's like it's back to middle school. See, that's the one thing the Lehigh Valley doesn't have is like some backwoods fun. It's right here. It's in Lehighton. Is that considered? Uh, it's I guess, but it's who goes to Lehigh? It was fun, but it's like it gets it. It's, it was time for me to go after like a couple hours, but it was fun. I decorated for Halloween. Yeah? Yeah, it's still September. You're one of those. Yeah, I just figured we had nothing to do, and then yeah. today we're just watching the game. So. Yeah, I mean, I guess around the, you're one of those people that it's Halloween. <laughs> I just like, who cares? We have it. I have nothing to do today. I wanted to do something, so we might as well. Where are you going to go now. as? Um, What am I going to go as? I'm going to go as Shane Gillis. <laughs> that's, that's, that's good. <laughs> We should have him on. Yeah. Um, you, how many over under? How many people go as a lantern fly for Halloween? I don't think that many because it's difficult. Uh, you were thinking of it. Well, I mean, but it's also very obvious. So I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure. Let's get into our guest, huh? Okay. We are excited. Enough banter for the morning. To have the artistic director of Touchstone Theater, J.P. Jordan. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised you haven't been on earlier, but I, I saw, um, and I guess we'll we'll talk about this later. But I saw you guys have an upcoming festival, so that's why I reached out to you. But I kind of want to. We always ask our guests, like, how do they end up in this attic? <laughs> so, like, wh- where are you? Are you? Have up, you up always a couple been? Of stairs. Yeah. <laughs> have you always been in the Lehigh Valley, or like, where's what's your story? I have not been always been in Lehigh Valley. I've been close. I've been, I grew up in Tamaqua, Pennsylvania. Okay. To the ripe age of 18, and then I found myself at Kutztown University. Do you know Nathan Johnson from Tamaqua? I do know the name. He was yeah. a little younger. What was growing up in Tamaqua like? It was awesome, man. Yeah? It was. Like, I, it's like I, small I, town. Yeah. It, you know, there were 7,000 people there, mm-hmm. you know, total. And, you know, it was like one of those situations where everybody knew everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, If you screwed up. You know, they knew where you're... Yeah. And my dad was a cop in town. So oh, every, shit. Like know, the one cop in town. Everybody knew me. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. And it was just like, oh, I know your father. That's, you know... Like, yeah. You watch out, young man. And so, <laughs> it was good. You know, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Like, it was it was the, definitely kind of a school of hard knocks. You know, we all took our thumpings up there. Yeah. And it was like... But yeah, I, I wouldn't trade it for anything. I still have, like, great nostalgia for it. That being said, like, when... The time came, I ran away as quickly as right, I could. Right, right, yeah. And now I'm in the big city. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, th- I think about that, too, because I came from a small town, too, and it's not... 
it's like part of you is like, I wish I could live here, but I can't. Like there isn't enough to. Well, that's support. I just went back yeah. to Nazareth on Friday for like I met buddies at a bar, and you know they they all live in this like four block radius, and they walk from bar to bar, and it's like college. It's not a bad like you know way to spend yeah. the time. It's like, like yeah. there's <laughs> just nobody has any worries. You know they're kind of all they work their jobs and they just hang out in this little mile area there for their whole life. It's like that's kind of like living in college for the rest of your life. It's not. It's good. It's bad. Like if you're one of the people who can't stand, like you need to be. I couldn't right. pinpoint Tamako. I can't figure I, like where it is. It's where three oh nine and two oh nine meet. Oh, it's like west. Oh, let's do it. Yeah, northwest. Is it Tamako High School? I went to Tamako High School. Yeah, it's weird. You don't need to talk about this kind of like it's stagnant, right? Like it's just like it's the same thing, Dana. Yeah. But when you're a kid growing up and you're you know you're filling your days with like climbing coal banks yeah. and like yeah, yeah. you know yeah. on mountainsides and doing cool stuff blowing stuff up yeah making bombs and like <laughs> doing whatever you know what i mean like now you can't do that but up right in right Tamaqua back in the day was like yeah cool we're gonna we're gonna make shit blow up hands on some m80s let's <laughs> go up on the mountainside and like yeah you know, that shoot would... guns and blow stuff up you know it's gonna great. suck to be a kid now now like your parents can literally track you like <laughs> right. the gps in your shoe which is great like if you get abducted but yeah. Like, there used to be time, like, you're saying the same thing. Like, we would go out, and my mom probably didn't know where, like, literally had no idea where I was yeah, for yeah. four or five hours. Right. Because you're just, like, hanging out. And so, Paris didn't seem so worried about it. Like, it, like, it must, you know, it must, think about it now. It's like, if I had a kid, of how horrifying it would be it if is I a had little, to let them out into the world. Well, yeah. I have a three-year-old, obviously, like, she has to, but, like, even when thinking about, oh, like, if she's like, hey, I'm going to go down to the park. I'm like, okay, like, there will be a day when I'm like, you, you're going on your own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's weird. This is odd. I know, but like, I don't even remember my parents ever seeming concerned about me. <laughs> I'm like, please. Yeah. Where are you going? The, the quarry? <laughs> yeah. You should jump. That's good. <laughs> it's a yeah. lot of fun. So you get into, you said you went to Kutztown. Kutztown, you- yeah. I, I started off as a theater major and yeah, I kind of didn't dig it so much. You know, I didn't dig the, the company you know it was just kind of the, and then you know i was really i started playing music when i was around 12 years old i always played music but you know got you know got my first bass guitar at 12 years old and then before that had played trumpet now and so got there switched my major over to music and then realized i wasn't going to be able to fulfill my foreign language requirement <laughs> in an appropriate time so i switched to telecommunications i went video production and audio production and i got out of there with uh you know telecommunications with a minor in both theater and music and then when you say you didn't dig the theater major what just <laughs> no man it? sitting around and, it, and it's really great being a touchdown because it's the same thing like i wasn't into sitting around and singing rent like, yeah right, with yeah. a bunch of folks it's like it wasn't my scene and like i thought i like fancied myself like an actor you know what i mean uh-huh. i was like i want to you know i want to be a be intense i want to be gary oldman you know what i mean yeah but then you know and, and gary oldman is awesome no disrespect to him but it was like it just wasn't my crowd there and kind of i was just like you know i'm not really fitting in with this and besides i'd much rather rock and you yeah. know what i mean play my guitar and so yeah it's interesting because you like, think i mean maybe i don't want to speak for everybody you think of like theater people air quotes but it's, it's interesting because then within those people you know there's subsets of like you just said i didn't think about that people who probably like the musicals and people who are like yeah. I, I don't want to touch that yeah and i'm not like so i've never been i'm so into words either you know what i mean so i'm not like 
I get it. I get the allure of Shakespeare or well-written plays, but for me, that's never been the thing. It's it's I, I kind of compare for myself. It's like theater and sports are the, a very similar thing to me, and it's like I'm not interested unless I'm participating. Mm-hmm. And that participation for me comes from the ground up, and it's like I want to build the thing. I want to I want to I want to create this. Thing. Yeah, I want to be part of that team, and. Then I, you know, how lucky for me to end up at Touchstone, you know what I mean, 20 years after graduating, you know, well, shorter than that, you know, I've been at Touchstone for 15 years, but that it's like, yeah, I found a place where like the the idea of theater is that we're all creating it and we're all yeah. doing this thing and it's, and it's like, oh my God, yeah. this is, this is what I've been like, this is what I wanted all along and I had no huh. idea. Like, you would ask me if like I was be the artistic director of a you know, an independent ensemble-based theater company specializing in applied theater and community-based and original work. Like, when I was in college or high school, I would have no idea what you were even talking about. But, yeah. Uh, Isn't that weird? Like, if you were yeah. walking down the street, like, the guy from the future, you're in Tamaqua, it's like 12-year-old you, and that's what he says to oh, you. yeah. And you're like, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, you couldn't even imagine I think that's what the that best, is. though. But those, I think that's what's so great about because you could say the same thing about me and you. Probably. What if you, yeah? What if you were like in fourth grade? Some guy comes in and goes, "I'm gonna tell you what you're gonna be. Do you want to know?" And you're like, "Comedian." I didn't even know that was a thing you could be. Wouldn't you be like, "That, that sounds good. I'm in." Yeah, but I think that that's weirder when. Wouldn't it be weirder if you were in fourth grade and somebody's like, "You're gonna be an accountant." You're like, "I know. <laughs> yeah. I know that's what I'm gonna be. Like I've wanted to be that since I was in third grade." That's weirder to me. But yeah, so what what is what is your for people who don't know? I mean, I guess kind of myself. Like, what is an artistic director at Touchstone? Do you know, for me, it's know? it's kind of just being the well. <laughs> I, a lot of it has to do with like project project management. You know what I mean? It's it's a business. You know, it's not like I. There are some really awesome days where I get to go and have fun and like this is my job. Check it out. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna go play the trumpet for four hours or something. You know what I mean? Or like yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna sit and like record music for the day, or I'm gonna I'm gonna perform or whatever. But it, it, a lot of it is is project leadership. You know, it's like we got different things going on. So overseeing like this upcoming festival on Bound, it's like helping the company facilitate the discussions that generate the material. That's like okay, these are the things we're gonna do as a company, and then ultimately being kind of the standard bearer and being like, okay, this is up to par. You know what I mean? This is where we should be with the, with the work we're putting out there. This is the professionalism. Like consistency we want to be of yeah, consistency, bra- or like yeah. branding for whatever. Yeah, show. very much so. But it's like with the idea of being having that within an ensemble theater company like that, like Touchstone is, where we have like a staff of professional artists that are kind of there and doing doing the work on a regular basis. Uh, yeah, that family generates that material, and it's just kind of I'm basically the faucet that. A, allows it out it's like okay cool this is what we should be doing you know and once that refined idea is there it's like cool let's open the faucet and leak it out have you been tyler have you been to touchstone uh yeah with well, that i did sam beetles uh, oh, heard, magic yeah. and we uh uh what is it called um practice there like, rehearse, for, rehearse rehearse but just like for <laughs> me like somebody who's like i i enjoy it you know what i mean it's interesting even to me because Touchstone's different than like if people think of I don't know, like the Civic Theater. Like it's not like that. Like it's it's smaller. It's very intimate, and you're like you said you're putting on a lot of original stuff. Yeah, as well. Right? It's almost strictly what we do. Every now and again, we'll do something that did like start with a script. Like uh, maybe ten years ago, we did a, the Tempest, right? But we did it with three people. Yeah. You know what I mean? In a very pared down way, in a, in a very manipulated script. And so that kind of thing. Yeah, props to everybody who, who you know, in the Valley and elsewhere that are doing doing theater. 
it's just it's definitely not our thing to be doing that kind of work it's it what we love is we love the immediacy and interaction with right. with the audience you know you know that's the thing if you're at touchstone for christmas city follies or something right. like that like somebody's gonna walk down the aisle an actor's gonna come in from the back of the house like yeah. really bringing people up from time to time yeah. yeah and we love being outside like we the, especially you know the south side greenway has been such an amazing thing for us you know whether it's the jacoba's punch processional where we're marching down there with a you know the band and 12 foot tall puppets like strapped on people's backs or you know what i mean we love we love just being out there and doing that kind of thing for me it's like when it it's break, you know, breaking the black box. I guess you know what I mean. Yeah. It's like we're not interested in. The, we are interested in the space, and some people like really. Well, you need to have a home yeah. base. Yeah, and yeah. we do, I mean, and we're really lucky to have one. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's the, you know. Well, talking about me, like breaking out of the box—that's totally kind of. Well, I don't want to say totally because yeah. I don't know. But with the festival unbound, isn't that kind of part of the theme? Like, what can you? Well, first of all, can you kind of just run us through what this is? Because I know that it is yeah, ten sure. days and, and whatnot. So in 1999, Touchstone uh, did a piece of theater called Steelbound, and it was part of the Steel Festival. And um, this was it was huge, like for Touchstone, and and it made the cover of American Theater Magazine. If you know this wow. publication, it is the 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 flagship of all you know American theater publications kind of and so Touchstone in 1990 I was on the cover of one of these issues with this piece it was huge and basically it was right after this the steel had closed we brought back and worked with you know roughly a hundred steel workers or so and uh you know we gathered their stories like what's going on you know and you know in the community and so sought to make sense of like the collapse of this behemoth in the community right. and so Touchstone at that point brought in Cornerstone Theater, who had been doing this applied theater community-based work on a regular basis out in L.A., and they helped us build this this play with the Steelworkers, which performed at this on the site of the Steel, which was in much better shape then than it is yeah, now. You know, I, mean? I, th I think you get arrested if you go up yeah. there now. Yeah, <laughs> and so they did this they did this big production. It was it was great, you know, and it and it, it meant a lot to the community. There's still if you talk to like people that saw the thing at the time. They were, you know, it, it was the thing, you know what I mean? And, like, it really helped them kind of find a sense of catharsis with what was happening in the in the community at that time. And so, jump 20 years later, uh, in the meantime, Touchstone has followed up basically every three to four years with a large-scale work like that, whether it was okay. Don of Bethlehem, Journey, and up through the latest one, which was Journey from the East, which uh, really was a this, like, multi-year exploration of the kind of influx due to the the target market of the sands casino of mm -hmm. the uh, chinese the transient chinese community that would come in on a daily ba basis and so we did a big piece out in the greenway we brought over chinese guest stars and stuff and so these things all these projects you know the the, the, the four or five that happened in the in the meantime it, it's all about story gathering information raw material gathering that happens with the community like for that that Chinese project, we went we 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 got grad school students from up at Lehigh University. We went out onto the Greenway. And we're like, yo, what's going on? What are you doing here? Like, how did you how did you you know how did you get here? And the, the, some of them were like, yeah, you know, five years ago I was in a small fishing village, and you know I I find myself in New York, and you know in, in different cases, some of them were homeless and like basically living. On the bus. On, on the bus. And, like, every eight hours, they would they'd get their vouchers. They'd come in, and they would 
on the kind of a black market thing, like sell their vouchers and get and then there's like money. one pool. Yeah, right? it's like yeah, and so and they, or they give them to the luckiest person on the on the bus. They had the the, the the culture is very much about luck, and so but other people at the same time were like, yeah, I'm a retired college professor and my wife likes to come down here and gamble. So like I come and I walk in your beautiful city. I love the Southside Greenway yeah. and wow. like I'll go sit and leave. That's too because it's it's very you know there was just a picture some guy took of of. Of Asian women sleeping at the sands, and you put it on like the complainers of Bethlehem page, and yeah. they took it down because like there's a level of like dehumanization, I think, because when people came in, you can't. It's a lot of them you don't know, or you can't um, communicate with them. So then immediately people are just you know upset about it because they're coming mm-hmm. in changing stuff. But yeah, I mean they're they're people too, obviously, yeah. and it's interesting to hear that like they're so different. Yeah, and my understanding at the time was there was kind of a, a the the process with with. They they sometimes they'd get in trouble. They'd get thrown out of the casino, or they'd get arrested in town. And of course, like Bethlehem doesn't have a yeah. a, a Chinese interpreter on staff, so like they'd be they'd have to sit around for longer periods of time, like yeah. held because they'd have to bring in like, from got, New got York grad or, or, or yeah, whatever. Know, yeah. They'd have to bring in somebody official. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And then I remember in reading some reports wow. that they some of them were not even speaking Mandarin or Cantonese or Fujianese. They were speaking like hill dialects that like That's, no one had any idea yeah. what they were isn't that amazing like these people like you said a small like they're from china like the mainland yeah. and just wind up and there they are yeah i, I don't know yeah but it's very so yeah. what that play that was like a play of uh, so yeah that was that was a like about a three every it's always about three to four years in between mm-hmm. and a lot of that has to do with how are we doing the the the, the story gatherings? Where are we getting this raw material from? And that's a, a huge process to go and interview people and then write it all out and have to do that work. It's 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 a lot. It's a big deal. And then granting cycles too, plus fatigue on the company. Like sure, you can't do a big thing every. Yeah, and so, yeah, so here we are with the, with the latest. And so when we got done with the 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 Chinese project, we looked at at what was going on and. It was as simple as we looked at the calendar and we're like, what do you want to do next? And I was like, hey, you know, it's been 20 years since Steelbound. Like, do we want to say anything about that? And it was like, well, we definitely know we don't want to say anything about the steel. Like, like, nothing against the steel, but like, I think like when we talk about a place like Tamakwa or whatever too, there can become an unhealthy level of nostalgia. Right. Sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. What do you? Because we did a project up in Tamakwa. It was it was great a couple of years ago, and they were like, "Well, what are you going to say about the coal?" It was like we are not going to say anything about the coal, and it's like, it's like literally, <laughs> yeah. You know? Who's the last person here to work for the coal? You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like enough. You know what I mean? And so for us, it was like, look, we don't want to again stagnate back here and, and and dwell on the good old days of the steel because. Look, the good old days, you know, Billy Joel said it, right? You know, the good old days weren't always good. Right. Like, that's the thing. And so here we are. And, like, what we want to explore is where have we come in the last 20 years? Was what, 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 like, okay, well, where have we come in the last 20 years? And then beyond that, it was like, well, were we even like, is that even good enough? It's like, well, no, how can we have agency in dictating our own future as a community? Yeah. And that was kind of the seed that was planted for Festival Unbound. And it was like, cool, let's, let's rock this out. And how do we do this? And... Then the idea just kept in bigger and bigger and bigger. We knew that we wanted to touch every segment of the population. And the steel workers being part of that historically. And it's like, well, where have you guys come as a community? And so we went out like right away and we were interviewing the, you know, families uh, that, you know, that took part back in Steelbound and stuff like that. And so uh, that turned into the, with a Steelbound production, uh, basically what we're doing, what we're calling Prometheus Redux. And the okay. lead character, because the Steelbound was based on the Greek myth of Prometheus and, 
now we find the the steel worker called Prometheus here 20 years later in a you know in a hospital bed with liver issues you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. Kind of thing and like what's going on and so oh, so that you're applying it you're like basically uh you you take your stories and make them into a a, a fictional story through all the compilation of, of the material. Yeah, yeah that's and, and cool. And generally, you know, in mythology is always a kind of great way of grabbing onto something and being like, cool, we can grab that and we can right. apply that to that. And it, we're also interested, like also it's like our own mythology now. It's mm-hmm. like, cool, that was our Prometheus and what's he up to now? Yeah. And we get yeah. to play with those things. And like things like other things that touch on do, like the Christmas City Follies mm-hmm. has its own mythology at this point. You can show for any Christmas City Follies, it's going to be a unique experience year to year. But it had there. I think there's there's one lady who has been at every one of what we, I've been. That I've been. I've been to I think three or four of them, um, yeah. and that's the that's the one ticket that Crystal and I will actually be like, you know, we're, we're making plans to go to it, um, just because it's it's weird. Like if for the first time we saw it, I'm like, oh, that was really neat. You know, we'll go see it again. Yeah. And we went and we we saw it the next year. I'm like, wait a minute, this isn't how yeah this goes. And it took me a little bit to be like, oh, they write new, you know, new portions for those skits or whatever yeah. for every year. It was just, it was funny. Yeah. So we developed that thing one week after uh, Festival Unbound ends, we'll be back in the studio yeah. and we'll build that thing from the bottom up. And some things may trickle over from the year before something that happened like, oh, we threw penguins in a wood grinder. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. you, have, like, you had like the, what? it was, uh, it was a white panther. It was sex, sure, pan- sure, sure, sex sure. panther. The, I'm sure we didn't use the word sex. In <laughs> maybe, maybe it wasn't. Yeah. It was implied. <laughs> yeah, uh, but, but yeah. no, like funny. You but know, Josh and Neth had pretty, played. Yeah, yeah, like, and that that came out of what well, that was. That was a play on kind of the mythology of it. Uh, Kyle Lewis for the two years prior to that had done the uh, the, the Kwanzaa Panther. Yeah, me. That was it. The yeah, and, and then uh, the year after <laughs> Kyle was out of the cast, he had moved away, and Josh had done this very white. Yeah, kind so of, white. It was, you know. <laughs> Well, that's oh what. But so it's my, good. It was really. It's super unique. Like it's. Yeah. It's you don't. That's what I'm trying. Like to make that difference of you're going to see theater, and then with what you guys do is just not that. It's fun. Yeah. Um. You know, I'm not saying that all theater is boring, but I'm just saying like you're different. It's it's, it's something that a lot of people haven't seen before. We just uh, as part of Festival Unbound, we have a, a a Polish group that came in. Uh, Theater Brahma out of Galinia, Poland. And we were having a conversation last night. Of course, I took took him out, showed him the, you know, we went to the St. Uh, no, they didn't make it as far as the St. Bernard's, but we took him to the Fun House <laughs> and, and the Greek Food Festival in Doring. And we were having this kind of kind of heady conversation about it. And I was, and I, I continually make the argument for myself. And like, people like to argue against about the difference between entertainment and art, right? Yeah. And it's like, yeah. for me, like, that there there doesn't need to be a difference right you know what i mean we can do these things i don't want people to walk away from a touchdown show like uh feeling depressed if, if there's questions to be answered sort of we can f- figure out ways to ask those questions but the idea that like the way we build community is through like picking scabs and drudging up the past is, is not for me how we build community how we build community is by celebrating together right and it's about fun. like what i said like when we did like the jacobus punch processional it's like my goal for this is to build community by people singing and dancing in the streets with one another. And I get why people are nostalgic for stuff. Like, we shouldn't just, you know, bulldoze every old building just because. But, you like, when you said that, there's, like, unhealthy. I think it's, like, you need, people need to understand that you can still have some nostalgia while celebrating well, that's what yeah. new it's stuff. Been, it's been, like, bizarre, almost bizarre. Because, like, obviously, we all know 
I know families affected by the steel, right? And like we, it's part of me is like, it's like there's this stubbornness to this area where the steel went away, but like it took to now for us to make it into something else, basically. Yeah. And there's this whole like, no, screw that. I'm gonna, so I'm gonna stay in this area, and even though the steel's gone, make it work. It's like, but you're you're like you're dwelling on that time period where you were working for this. Like even like if you even go to like. There's even people like Saucon Valley Country Club still just talks about the steel, you know, and how it was like. I mean, I get it. It's, it's a big, it's, it was a big thing, but I so much stuff also, has happened. Like that area to me, like if you brought somebody in from that didn't grow up here to the Arts Quest, this, that that area, you could, they could spend a week there and not ever learn that what it was. They might ask, but there's so much other cool shit going on. Yeah, you know, like to focus not, on. Right. So yeah, I mean that's why it's it's just interesting that you have. I want more people not to be, you know, too worried about all the stuff in the past. You're allowed to have and celebrate exactly what you're doing. And this is like when we look. I think part of you know while while we immediately thought like, well, we need to look forward and not just where we've come in the last twenty years with this thing. It's because honestly, Bethlehem's pretty rocking. Yeah, like, there, there is nowhere else in the world I would want to live. You know, right. I, I've been around a bit, and it's just like this is exactly where I want to be. Like, it's booming. This yeah. is really great. Like, it's such a good time. It's the first place I've ever lived in my life where you know, I, I certainly didn't understand it as a child, but like, I feel like I'm part of a community. Like, you guys are part of the community. I know you guys. I've seen you around town. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, this is what we're doing, man. Like, yeah, we're like all you're here. Active, yeah, we're, we're like all... you're actively like, hey, we're doing things. Yeah, you know, not just. Yeah. mad about it that's not to say we don't have issues you know what I mean? no. yeah. Like, yeah. we could go into the opioid opioid epidemic sure. or something yeah. like that and we could talk about like there's still homeless people around. absolutely and it's like those things should be addressed but like overall like looking at these things comparatively in other places like bethlehem is doing a-okay yeah you know so it really became like with the festival how are we how are we moving forward and how are we making sure that the voices are being heard from all segments of the population and so so yeah. is it going to be one of the, so it, it won't be, it'll be decentralized again. So can yeah. you kind of explain, I mean, and obviously people can find more information and we'll have the link in the podcast yeah, yeah. notes, but if you go to your Touchstone Theater's website, yeah, Google or, it. Or festivalunbound.com. Festival on, festivalunbound.com. Yeah. So like what's kind of the, the layout, I guess? Or, so we're all over, we're, yeah. you know, we've, uh, we've. This stuff will be happening at Touchstone. Stuff will be happening out in the Southside Greenway. Stuff will be happening over at Payroll Plaza, over at City Hall, in the library. Um, so, yeah, it, it's great. The The program for the thing, actually, the the, the great folks over at FIG had made yeah. us a, a map, and they did a nice feature on it last month, so we were able to use that map. So once, once you get through your festival program, you'll see, you can see it's like, oh, cool, there's something happening at Godfrey's tonight, you know what I mean, and this kind of thing. Uh, but it is definitely wide out there. Over the course of the of the ten days, there you know, there's o- over twenty different okay. a- events happening, and that's music. That's that it'll incorporate music. It'll incorporate theater. There's dance elements. There's community conversations. Uh, you know, the good folks at uh, down at PBS down by Steel Stacks are having us. You know, in to perform two of our shows there, and that which they're going to record. Right. And so, yeah, it's it's all over. It'll it'll it's seeping into all corners of the, you know, Bethlehem. We wanted it to be even more. We had some original ideas that were like, cool, we want to bring the street art to it more and have these random pop-up things. But, like, logistically, it's like, dude, this thing is such a bear. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. At the moment, it's like, we, you know, you got to choose your fights. 
And it's like, cool, we're just we're going to run with what we got here, and it's still an overwhelming amount of things. And I think there are a lot of people who, like, with the stuff that you're doing, they'll glance over. Like, I was in Portland, and just seeing all the different things that are going on, like, just, that artists are doing, or, like, you, you can kind of miss it a little bit. Like, well, I think a lot of people here focus on Arts Quest. Right. I think they... they like, that's the only, game, that's in the only game in town, and it's not. It's mm-hmm. very much not. Not to take anything away from what they do, but... I think people, anything that's not there gets like kind of right. overlooked. It is. It's, there's a huge shadow to that monolith. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I it's mean, like, but Touchstone Theater, Godfrey Daniels, Mocturnal Marionette, you know, these, yeah. we're all 40 plus years old, you know, or, yeah. or about that yeah. age, man. We've been around a long time and it's like, yeah, I, you know, we, we had a saying for a while at Touchstone that was internationally known, locally ignored. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's like this. Like you see people like who come in from Music Fest, see everything, and they're like, oh, my God, I love it here. It's so great. Yeah. To the person who lives here is like, I hate it. They, yeah. they made the bookshop different. Like That kind of dichotomy is really weird. It's just to hard me. to like reach people because... Like there's still like that's what's crazy about this area where it's like growing, it's booming, it's it's progressive, but it's also like uh, behind a little. Like where it's it's like one of the more progressive areas, but it's like where it started was a little farther back. So right, you're always like the, you have the up, week. It's still the like month, you know. so people will be like, oh, theater, no, like what, like my high school, yeah, like yeah, they'll yeah, associate that, that. Yeah. and it's hard to like it's. I, you probably know better than anybody how hard it is to to break down and not not to take anything away from what happens at high school theater but there is a difference right and it's right. it's it's up to you to like yeah. it's probably hard to reach we those are, people we are, we are a year round operating professional theater company the only one in Bethlehem you know we, yeah. and it's like People, well, I think people, people well, I get I, into the Uber with some guys like, oh, Touchstone, what, what, what movies are you guys showing there? Yeah. Like, no, we're not showing movies, man. Yeah. I think yeah. The, the point I think I was attempting to make and I like got lost was that in order for a city or a community to really have that like next level of that community, like to be that type of progressive city, it's necessary to have these types of arts in yeah. them. You need, it, it's a requirement. Right, you know? right. And the, the cool thing is, is, like, you came from, like, you're not, like, a, a Upper East Side, you know, kid. Like, we're not, like, you're no, from yeah. Tamaqua. Yeah. And this is what we're doing. Like, I'm from Nazareth. Like, like, that's what's really yeah. cool about this area is, is people doing this, like, this art isn't, like, like, that's not, Tamaqua doesn't have, like, a, a bunch of kids thinking that this is what they're going to, like we talked about earlier. But, but like. It, that's, that's why I think so like cool the East it. Coast even is really interesting. I don't know why I'm like, but like when I was out in Portland or even on the West Coast, like there are these towns. Portland's the only other city George's ever been. Oh, I was just there like so a like... month ago, so that's why I bring it up. But there's these other towns. Like imagine if you're in like Iowa, the next town's literally like 30 miles away. At least in Tamaqua, you can. There's a chance you can. You know, but once you can that, drive, you can go you can almost go to the Lehigh Valley Mall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but even there's probably kids in those cities and. I, and that's to me even more impressive yeah, than that's, somebody that, that that takes a chance and and does something comp- like like doing the arts work having a career in the arts is outside the box even if you're born in a, a brownstone in Manhattan to, yeah, to do it from Tamaqua Yo, is I, extra I, outside I, the box. there is this odd thing that's happening that that exists in Bethlehem there's a disproportionate I think amount of people from Tamaqua in professional <laughs> jobs like myself and 
There's Jared Yoskowskis, who's the head of uh, theater out at Moravian Academy. Yeah. Huh. There's George Miller, who's uh, who runs Selkie Theater. Yep. We're all Tamaqua. And yeah. somehow, like Tamak was blasting down theater <laughs> art as Maybe it's the maybe it's the hub. Maybe it's like it's the, the stories <laughs> you made while growing up in Tamak, but making for like good whatever. Like, but I, what, it's just I've never dealt with theater, right? Like you, I've done stand up for ten years, but my first touch with theater was Sam's show, which you were involved in, yeah. and it was shocking to me how much go in went into making a show. Like for me, the whole time it was like. Well, is the microphone on? Okay, then just walk up and you'll say shit into it. Yeah, and people like. It. But this was like so many moving parts where I felt super overwhelmed by it. And you got the only thing that kept me not from like just leaving was you guys your relative calmness, which I don't know what was going on in your head, but <laughs> you probably like not the first know, person that they've we're, had. We're at rehearsals <laughs> and like I remember thinking uh, the first time we rehearsed at Steel Stacks the night before the show, I'm like. There's no w- way we're doing this show, right? We're gonna cancel this, right? And then, you know, it kind of comes together. That so it's it's crazy to me, like how you do this all year. Like the stress level has to be so high. Well, I think too, because like even with the the follies, like if there was a mistake, I think you could roll with it. And it's just it gets. That's why I think the entertainment's so much fun because it's so. Uh, we just had the um, this Irish singer on the podcast last week, and he talked about being sincere. Like when you're an artist, yeah. you know what I mean? And that's like uh-huh. what you guys do is it's sincere. Like you care so much about what you're making. I think too, because you're making it from the ground up that the People level of that, sincerity. Man. They yeah. know when sincerity is happening. It, it's so key. My cat knows when sincerity yeah. is happening. You know what I mean? If I'm just whistling around the house, but like if I catch myself in a real groove or something and like a lamentful thing that's affecting my own, like if I'm whistling or singing in the house. My one cat will come up to me and like touch me, like you know what I mean. It's yeah. this kind of thing, and it's He's like, like we're it, having a moment. It, yeah, a it's like, This is the <laughs> it's the most important thing is sincerity, and that touched on like it's like it's like dude, strip away. It's like what you're doing right now is you're acting, and so I give people that note. Yeah. I'm like, I'm you're acting. Like what are you doing? Stop yeah. it. Yeah, like talk to that person. Like they're right there in that right. seat. Have a moment with them. It's the most important thing we can do as performers. It's like, yeah, is to to have legitimate, sincere moments. With, with between yourself and the audience. Yeah, yeah. I think and, you even said that to 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 us at Sam's show because, you know, we were all freaking out a little bit. You're like, <laughs> you guys, it's just, you know, yeah. if the fourth wall breaks down and you got to acknowledge the audience, just yeah. do it. I think what's the worst that could happen? Yeah. I mean, I guess it could be pretty bad. That's probably why I would never do it. <laughs> well, dude, it was... <laughs> they could, like, was laugh the, you off stage. That was that the was most like... scared I've ever been in my life that for that... and. It just totally gave me a whole new respect for for what for what theater is, and you know the preparation that has to go into. I think that it's it's key to know in those, those situations the, the the person, the pivotal person in this is not the performers, it's not the directors, it's not the writers. At that moment in time, it's the stage manager. Yeah, it was Lisa Jordan, and yeah. she was stage manager in that show, and like. And Touchstone is blessed with great stage management talent. We have Emma Ackerman who is, like does it on a regular basis for us. And if that person's got their shit together, then like it's all good. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. We, we, we are blessed to have strong humans filling filling those roles. How do you learn how to do, be that? You just do it, right? Dude, you, you've got to be smart. You've got to be quick. You know what I mean? You've got to know how to deal with humans. Like, yeah. And know, know how to make them do stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like, you, yeah. Um, but... So when does Festival Unbound, when does that begin? 
Oh man, I believe we have. I, I always screw up the no, first. Yeah, the make first sure you name. get it right. Yeah, hold on. Let me look at all the tomorrow. listeners. It's, yeah. it, it is fast approaching. I can tell you that. <laughs> it's tomorrow. Yeah, we start on the October fourth, Friday, yeah. October fourth. That'll be the opening ceremony. Where's that at? Uh, that'll happen on the Southside Greenway, okay. uh, and the one down on New Street. It'll begin at New Street. And then we'll go process all the way up to up to Touchstone, where the the amphitheater, at, was that the yeah. amph, you know, they call it the amphitheater, but like, I don't know, there's no acoustical properties to actually make right, it. Right, I know. Event, <laughs> but like, there's a bunch of concrete that's laid out in a pattern, and that is. Uh, you could see where the amphitheater would be <laughs> right. if you actually built it. And then, would you suggest that people kind of take a look at whether they get um, a physical? Uh, guide or check online you kind of say yeah, this sure. is what I'm interested in and I would suggest out. like if folks are into it like, check out all the events online I think they're all pretty stellar you know what I mean we, we, we partner with so many different groups especially that first weekend um, like there's nothing I don't want to see you know what I mean kind of thing and so we do have festival passes for sale on the website through festivalunbound.com and I'm sure through Touchstone's uh, homepage as well um, but have a look there get a hand on on the the program you can kind of plot out your thing and so i like it that way too because then you can like it's like a bar crawl too yeah like at the same time every night on the weekends on the thursday or on friday saturday sunday the first weekend and friday saturday the second weekend we got ourselves a special event liquor permit what and so yeah boilo again no no No. boilo this i don't know there's there's a private stash maybe (laughs) come talk to me okay have you read boilo (laughs) what is it now makes sense because the first time i had boilo he made it at at um touchstone is at christian follies but now it makes sense because it's from tamaqua i would imagine what is boilo Explain what's in it. Like, it. I can't. It's a secret, man. It's, it's coal region gold. <laughs> All right. But it's yeah. like it's to know it is to love it. It's a lot of alcohol, <laughs> and then some like lemon, I guess maybe, and then it boils. So it's hot when you drink it. A whole lot of honey. And a lot of honey. So it's it's like a hot drink, but it's loaded with alcohol. It tastes good. And I like put on Facebook. I'm like, has anybody ever had boilo before? And everyone's like, yeah. It was like a million people explaining me. Yeah. So like, yeah, you know, it was that was a fun experience. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's good. Is it so, like is it like sake kind of? It kind of tastes like a tea-ish. Yeah, some people do put a uh, chamomile tea in theirs. Everybody has their own yeah. unique recipe. It's it's a lot of spices, clove, nutmeg. It, it tastes it, a little like holiday. Is it like like dark whiskey? Like whiskeys are in it. I, different people use different. You can literally use yeah. anything, like any type of alcohol. Yeah, so people generally there's a, there's one that that you're supposed to use. It's the four, four queens. You're supposed to use that whiskey, but like, so what I do is I do a, it's hard to get your hands on it outside of the coal region. I think most of their market is up there. <laughs> this and, is a one store. Yeah, but the, so I use a blend of, I go to Jersey to get it, to get the, the good stuff, uh, Everclear and Evan yeah. Williams, and I do a half and a half. Everclear blend. and Evan Williams? Yeah. yeah. That's horrible. Merry, Merry Christmas. I have a friend that's a comedian in New York. His name is Evan Williams. Is it? Yeah. And he's, uh, it's been a it's been a tough life for well, him. Well, can you imagine like if you're in Tamaqua, like somebody had to like let's say it was invented in Tamaqua, like they're sitting around <laughs> in like 1930, like oh, what should we do tonight? Let's let's combine these horrible alcohols together and make a drink, and then we'll hey, you know what? I'll boil it up. 
It's, uh, it's good times. Yeah. You don't boil the alcohol. You can't do that. You, well, right. You yeah. boil the ingredients. Oh, get it out. You make your, make yeah. your base. That's very important. Can, yeah, it's very important. You evaporate all the alcohol. Yeah. So the alcohol gets added. There's after tons of recipes online. I, pro- I don't yeah. recommend any of them. You might <laughs> get in trouble. But. Yeah. So is there is there anything? Obviously, Festival Unbound is a big thing, but is there anything else you want to plug or tell people to check it out? Festival Unbound will happen, and then Follies after that, and then uh, we have the Jacopas Punchbowl fundraiser for the theater down at the Ice House in February, which is always a great time. That, again, speaking of booze, you know we have the, the cabaret stage nightly on the weekends at the Touchstone during the festival, but we run this fundraiser every year at the Ice House, uh, and uh, so Touchstone's house band, Jacobus Punch, uh, the Big Easy Eastern Brass Band, uh, Mike Roy and his group. So oh, yeah, there. yeah. But it's like, it's $35, and it's all you can eat and drink. I mean, yeah. what is that? Uh, I think it's February. Okay. It's, it's the first Saturday or something. Well, we're, I mean, it's we're. The second Saturday in February. We're very big Ice House fans. Like, yeah, obviously I think that's a, a great. So we want to support that stuff too because i feel like it's i don't want to say it's underutilized but i feel like some people don't know enough about it like that venue is so awesome it's just kind of hidden on sand island yeah doug's doug from down at mock turtles been doing his best to get that that place kicking with the ice house tonight series and stuff and so yeah but don't miss jacoba spongebob that's gonna be awesome it always right. is it's just there's a whole lot of booze and a whole lot of food and, all right you know, that's my kind of great thing. places like, like the bayou molly's like folks like that you know yeah bring their food to it and it's like you pay your 35 bucks in advance or 40 the night of i think and it's like go on in the well, bar so yeah, you're gonna yeah. spend yeah. that like much at the, at the all, bar all the beer and wine you want and yeah like, and here's some awesome food to, you know, sweet. Get, 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 get. sweet all right and you can find all that stuff in the podcast notes. thank you uh, and, uh,